at the time, I didn't have any sort of a grand vision of how I am to conquer the universe and how we're going to tackle a gazillion of international markets. I was just a, a young dude who was trying to build something and, and I didn't have a, um, a huge visionary understanding of how is it that I'm going to do it. I was just 18 at the time. Welcome to the SaaS Revolution Show, brought to you by SaaStock, the global conference to turn your SaaS up to 11, which returns to Dublin October 15th to the 17th. I'm your host, Alex Thuma, and on this show, I bring you insights and tactics from leading SaaS entrepreneurs and investors across the world. On this week's episode, I talk with Simon Grabowski, CEO and founder of GetResponse. Simon started his first internet business back in 1996, age 16. Frustrated with how tedious and boring sending emails manually to prospects was, he decided to write a little script to automate the process. With a thousand Polish slotty in his back pocket, by 1998, Simon decided to turn the script into GetResponse, which would become the first email marketing automation platform in Europe, selling globally from Gdansk, Poland, early on, and fueling the growth through an early affiliate program. GetResponse has grown to 350,000 users, spread across 180 countries, and 400 employees on three continents. Now they're celebrating the company's 20th anniversary. This year, Simon has achieved this by being completely bootstrapped. Listen on to hear how to achieve growth when you don't have the money. First hotspots of growth began in, in 2000, year 2000, when we launched the uh, affiliate program. That literally took our business from just uh, a, a tiny little script to a fully-fledged uh, internet business uh, that, that, that spawns across the world. What was the opportunity that opened the enterprise market for GetResponse? In 2001, we, we actually run into a first enterprise account. There was a company out of the US which, uh, which really wanted me to take GetResponse and clone it to their own dedicated server. And I said, hey, you know, that is something I haven't done before. I'm not even sure if that, that is easily possible. But so we, we started working on that and we thought, hey, this could be uh, a really interesting business opportunity for us. How Simon differentiates GetResponse from competitors? So the way how I, I, I position GetResponse is we want to be the, the world's local marketing automation player. Uh, in other words, I, I want to be present uh, where my customers are. And, and this is a, a differentiating factor from, uh, from our competitors who rarely will open uh, offices internationally. Simon is one of many speakers we'll host in Dublin this October. As we're coming to the 100th episode of the podcast soon, we're offering a 100 euro discount to our listeners. Use code SASREVOLUTION100. That's SASREVOLUTION100 when you're buying your tickets for SASDOC18 at sasdoc.com. Now on with the show. Welcome, uh, uh, Simon Grabowski, to the uh, the SAS Revolution Show. It's a, a pleasure to have you uh, on uh, in advance of uh, you coming to to SAS Talk eighteen and uh, and speaking at our conference in uh, in Dublin in October. Likewise, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So, uh, so Simon, um, you, you know, tell us uh, a little bit about uh, yourself. Uh, you know, who is Simon Grabowski? Right, that's uh, that's always the the tricky part. Well, um, I am I am a thirty eight year old uh, husband, uh, father of two um, amazing boys, aged uh, twelve and and uh, five, almost six. 
Um, you know, I, I started my uh, first uh, internet business when I was um, just 16 uh, in 1996. Uh, and uh, that, uh, that website was called uh, Travel Poland, which was, um, uh, which was a simple uh, uh, tourist database that contained, um, you know, websites of different hotels, uh, a search engine that lets you um, um, essentially look up hotels. It was one of the first uh, apps of such kind in Poland at the time. Uh, mind you, we're, we're going back 22 years now. So, um, so that was initially um, uh, the, the first idea. And during that experience with the business, I, I noticed a, a huge gap uh, and a problem that I had myself. I, I my uh, uh, product was essentially building websites for hotels, and uh, I was trying to reach out to the to these hotels. And uh, you know, I was sending out emails. I was sending out faxes. If you still remember what a fax is <laughs> in 2018. And um, um, part of the challenge that I had was that it was all manual. It was it was just uh, a lengthy, boring process, which involved me uh, sending out a gazillion of emails. And it's just boring. I mean, you, you don't want to, uh, you know, as a, as a 16-year-old, you don't want to uh, waste your <laughs> waste your life sending out emails. So I thought, hey, how cool would it be if there was a service, a product out there that would automate uh, email that would enable me to to send out email newsletters, uh, set up autoresponders that would follow up uh, at preset time intervals. And I was just trying to find something, uh, a tool like that, and it just did not exist at the time. So um, through trial and error, uh, with just about uh, $200, $300, this was like the equivalent of a of a 1,000 Polish zloty, um, I, I started uh, a, a simple script. I created a simple script that later on evolved to become what, what GetResponse is. And... Uh, uh, today, GetResponse, my business, uh, you know, it's it's an all-in-one uh, software platform, marketing software uh, software platform that combines email marketing, landing page creation, marketing automation, also uh, online webinars, um, and we have three hundred fifty thousand uh, users today. So, so what started as a problem that I had personally evolved into a business that. Uh, uh, that is helping out uh, SMBs out there uh, in the world. Uh, so, so yeah, that's that's basically my story in a nutshell. Very cool. Thank you for for sharing that. And so, you you mentioned there. Uh, obviously, I mean, you're you're, you're the CEO and uh, and founder of GetResponse that. Uh, you know, was created out of this problem and just from the humble, I guess, kind of beginnings of, well, just a, a simple script, uh, you, you know, to solve uh, that that issue. Um, and you also uh, mentioned now you have sort of 350,000 plus, uh, you know, customers. Uh, are you happy to share just a little bit more? So, like, when was GetResponse, uh, the, the company, yeah. uh, created? How many people do you employ now? Um, mm-hmm. Any other kind of like metrics just to, to get a, a, an idea of your, your growth since uh, inception would be uh, would be very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so when, when I started uh, developing the script, which, which I was telling you about, that wasn't uh, um, it, it wasn't immediately a plan to transform that script into into Git response. So, so we're talking about 1996. The script was initially called BizMaker, <laughs> such a cheesy name. And, and that later on uh, evolved to become GetResponse. I launched GetResponse website in 1998. 
Um, so that's when we started. Uh, actually, this year marks our uh, 20th anniversary, wow. which, is, which is super cool. Yeah, we're actually bringing all of our employees. We're, we're paying for the, their flights, you know, uh, uh, taking teams from, from the entire uh, world. We, we've got multiple international offices. So everybody is flying into Poland for a huge extravaganza for our 20th anniversary later on this year. So, yeah, talking about employees, we've got um, almost 400 people now. Uh, located in, in multiple offices. Our uh, headquarters in, is in Gdansk, Poland, uh, which is which is just amazing uh, in, in terms of talent, the IT uh, um, uh, developers and so on. We also have an office in, in Warsaw. We've got an office in Moscow in Russia, uh, another uh, one in Malaysia, which, which we've just been to uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we have presence in the U.S. and in Canada, in Boston and uh, in Halifax. Um, so, yeah, but, but that's... Um, that's in terms of our uh, presence. Talking about the numbers, uh, I did mention 350,000 accounts. And yes, we, uh, you know, the, the growth has been exponential. Um, we, we started again in 1998 uh, with literally zero without any investment from VCs. We never had um, any lines of credit established. We never took VC money. Uh, so it's all been, uh, you know, developed uh, by, by my team. Uh, without any sort of external resources, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I would say that the uh, the first hotspots of growth began in in two thousand year two thousand when we launched the uh, affiliate program, which was uh, yeah, I mean that for us that was like uh, an eye opening um, situation. I mean that that literally took our business from just uh, a, a tiny little script. Um, to a fully fledged uh, internet business uh, that 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 spawns across the world. So so yeah, that that was huge. I mean, the, the affiliate program where we share uh, one third of our revenue uh, was just beloved by marketers out there. We uh, uh, we were able to to secure a lot of amazing relationships with with our affiliates and and we grew with them, um, which is which is kind of fascinating. So yeah, that that's. Uh, that that's our growth in a nutshell. Just, uh, I mean, if you want me to jump into some specifics, I'll be glad to do that. Yeah, no, no, I, th- I think that's very interesting. So it, it would be interesting just to learn a little bit about more uh, why you, you chose the affiliate program, um, mm-hmm. a, a bit more about how you go about sort of doing that, why maybe you chose some of those partners. And you, you mentioned that contributed to, uh, I, I think you mentioned that, that contributes to about a third of your your revenue yeah. and, and how how does that compare to today? Like, are you using right. affiliate marketing today? Right, by one third of revenue, I meant that our program um, pays out one third, thirty three percent commission. Uh, but it actually um, it is close uh, to to almost forty percent of our revenue. So I, I guess I wasn't that far off <laughs> in terms. So, so yeah, the, the affiliate program is is just a huge. Um, uh, it's just a huge tool for us. Now, it's a great question when you ask me about why did I, I choose affiliate marketing to uh, to launch my business, and and the answer has to do with with what I said previously. We did not have uh, a tremendous uh, war chest with with U.S. dollars coming from VC money. Uh, we just did not have the investment, so we were forced to look for different ways to promote our business. Uh, the two things that have worked remarkably well for us uh, were the affiliate program, just as I mentioned. Uh, so I, I thought, hey, this is just a, a simple way for us to be able to 
um, to pay out to affiliates without really having to invest upfront, right? If, if they generate sales, I mean, their success is my success. If they generate sales, uh, I'm going to pay them a hefty commission and I'm going to feel good about it because they are bringing new customers uh, to my ecosystem. That that was amazing. That That's the first tool I used. The other one was, of course, um, and it's a little bit vague as a concept, but talking about viral marketing, every time a customer sends out an email, a newsletter, an autoresponder using GetResponse platform, we will add a small footer saying that this email was sent uh, by GetResponse. So that, that footer also became a sort of a marketing weapon for us that, uh, that was distributed billions of times, right? I mean, we're talking about sending out... Uh, millions and millions of emails every day. So that, that promotional footer also had value. And, and of course, we weren't the first to the game. Hotmail, when they started out, that's, that's how they initially launched their business using, uh, using those appended footers uh, at the bottom. And again, it's, it's a tool that you can, you can use without um, having huge amounts of VC money. So I was forced to look for creative ways to promote the business. And, and that's what we did. And and your customers um, are they are they mainly SMBs or are you serving enterprise as well? Yes, yeah, so so we um, we do both. We um, we serve both uh, SMBs and enterprise customers. Um, SMB has always been our target. We uh, uh, we developed uh, Get Response to help SMBs, but. Um, in 2001, we, we actually run into a first enterprise account. There was a company out of the U.S. which, uh, which really wanted me to take GetResponse and clone it <laughs> to their own dedicated server. And I said, hey, you know, that is something I haven't done before. I'm not even sure if that, that is easily possible. But so we, we started working on that and we thought, hey, this could be uh, a really interesting business opportunity for us where we could take GetResponse uh, rebrand it, reposition it, uh, offer it to, to enterprise customers. And that's how our enterprise um, package was born 17 uh, years ago. So yeah, today we, we do service uh, large enterprise accounts. We, we have customers um, from all over the world. Uh, we work uh, with companies like Nyantec, you know, creators of uh, Pokemon. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so we've got some big accounts there. And uh, yeah, that, that's a super exciting uh, market for us. We've just returned from a trip, uh, uh, from a business trip in Asia, where we have a, a lot of enterprise presence there. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about both really. SMBs and enterprise, we, we want to serve them both. So uh, that's interesting. So you, you mentioned a couple of things there. Obviously, um, SMBs being <clears throat> this initial uh, focus, but moving very early to you, you know some of these enterprise uh, uh, mm-hmm. accounts, which you still serve today. Uh, and um, I, I guess on the enterprise side, you know how how did you serve them early? If you're getting, you know, did you get an inbound from uh, this big enterprise customer in the US, and then did you just you know manage the uh, the, the sales cycle and the relationship? you know, out of Gdansk or did you yes. fly over to the US and, you know, meet with them face-to-face meetings? Right. So, so it was a, a little bit uh, tricky in the, in the beginning. I, I pretty much handled the, uh, the entire sales process myself. So every uh, enterprise uh, client that we had, I would personally walk them through um, um, 
their accounts and, and um, their relationship. And, and I, I guess they appreciated that. And they, they cut us some slack because again, uh, American companies are very much, especially when we're talking about enterprise uh, market, right? Uh, they are used to, to work with companies that are local, that, that speak in the same language with the same accent, that understand the, uh, let's say, local intricacies. And, and of course, here, 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 here is us, a Polish company. That is that is a little bit more difficult uh, for for such companies. So we initially, 17 years ago, we we had that gap. But again, I, I was able to to fill that by by uh, by being able to to walk through these customers myself, and I guess they appreciated uh, uh, that. So so we we initially started. Um, uh, servicing them from Poland. Now, as we expanded and as we opened up uh, international offices, um, we hired uh, the sales executives. Um, we developed our sales uh, processes. So, so yeah, we. Uh, it was uh, really a lesson in uh, in growth and uh, and maturation. How long, um, you know, initially was it that you were owning those those enterprise uh, deals? Was it you know one or two years until? I'd say two years. Years? Two years. Uh, about, yeah, uh, I think it was about two years before before we hired the first account managers, before we uh, uh, started experimenting with sales. Because again, we we were not really a sales oriented company, right? So mm-hmm. I, I did not have any salespeople, uh, any sales force working for GetResponse at the time. All the leads that we got for for enterprise were either referrals or inbound leads from from our SMB offer. Because again, you know if a uh, if a large customer uh, goes to get response and they, they they see the site, you know they they might be just wanting to try the accounts. They they might set up uh, sign up for a free trial or ask for a quote. So you've got a lot of inbound leads uh, every single day. And, and back seventy years ago, we we also had leads uh, that were inbound. Uh, so yeah, I would say about uh, for about two years, we've been kind of servicing it uh, ourselves from Poland. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, I, I understand that you're in, or your your product is being used in uh, over 180 countries, sort of worldwide. When was it uh, like first decided, or like when did you first open uh, your uh, international office, and you know where was it? Right. So, so again, going back to when I started the business um, in 1998. Uh, you have to realize that that at the time I didn't have any sort of a grand vision of how I am to conquer the universe and how we're going to tackle a gazillion of international markets. I was just I was just a, a young dude who was trying to build something, and and I didn't have a um, a huge visionary understanding of how is it that I'm going to do it. I was just 18 at the time. So, so what I did and, and what I thought would be a, a good start is to open up everywhere, right? I mean, we're on the internet. I've got a getresponse.com uh, website, which is an international domain name. Why don't I uh, start, you know, servicing customers from all over the world? So it was essentially a natural process where a customer would si- customers would sign up from um, various different countries. I would get calls from uh, many different time zones. I, I still remember a call from uh, from the U.S. One of the first customers, actually, one of the first Git response customers in uh, 1999. 
uh, he, uh, he called me up, I think, at 4 a.m. at night. Uh, the gentleman was, from, uh, I think, from Arizona. And he was telling me about a problem that we, he ran into with his GitResponse account. His computer started beeping, uh, making you know, beeping noises. And so we started to debug the, the problem. We, uh, uh, you know, I tried to explain that, sir, there is no connection between the sound card and GitResponse website, you know, that there has to be something else at fault. It turned out that there was a beeper uh, in a drawer underneath his computers. <laughs> so we went, <laughs> we, we actually had all these uh, crazy experiences in the, in the infancy stage. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been, uh, just, just a wonderful uh, process. It's been just a beautiful learning curve. And, and we've, we've heard a lot about how, um, in the early days, uh, I guess, uh, you, you know, the, the go to market, uh, mm-hmm. for, for get response. Uh, what about now as your 400 people, 350,000 customers, you, you know, a global company, um, when you compare to, uh, your, you know, the traction stage and getting those initial customers and using affiliate marketing. You know, mm-hmm. how, how, what does your go-to-market sort of look now look like now at a kind of high level? Right, right. So, um, so our uh, strategy right now is uh, all about building uh, an all-in-one marketing uh, software suite uh, and uh, taking it internationally. So. So the way how I, I, I position GetResponse is we want to be the, the world's local marketing automation player. Uh, in other words, I, I want to be present uh, where my customers are. And, and this is a, a differentiating factor from, uh, from our competitors who rarely will open uh, offices internationally. But again, we, we do have offices in countries like Malaysia. We're just entering Brazil right now. Uh, we're entering Israel right now. Um, uh, multiple other offices. So, so we, we have that um, approach of, of wanting to become a world's local marketing automation player. And, and that's really what we're trying to do at the moment. Okay. So part of, part of the go-to-market is about, you know, having the local uh, offices and being present in those sort of local markets and that differentiation from the competitors. Uh, do you, uh, still use affiliate marketing, you know, I, I, is it largely um, now, you know, uh, inbound marketing sort of driven in terms of uh, getting new customers? What, what, what are the kind of the key, key things that are uh, sure. helping you acquire new customers? Uh, yeah, so we, we use affiliate marketing extensively. Uh, it's still, um, it still is about 40% of our uh, revenue. Uh, so that is, uh, that is a huge, uh, uh, that is a huge factor for us. Uh, and yeah, so, so talking about uh, the other uh, channels or tools that we use uh, to, to build our business, you know, it, it's always a mix, right? It's always a combination of, of um, many different um, uh, tools that we use. So, so we still have a lot of customers that will sign up as a result of seeing the GitResponse logo, perhaps in, in one of the emails that was sent by another customer. So that viral marketing uh, uh, tactic is still working 20 years later. You know, we were still getting uh, hundreds of signups every single day just from these footers <laughs> that we were still publishing in, uh, in emails. And of course, our customers can, can switch them off uh, uh, if they like. Uh, we also do, uh, do a lot of inbound traffic from uh, multiple other sources. Um, it's, uh, it really is a combination of uh, uh, multiple different uh, ways. Affiliate marketing being a, a huge part of what we do, 
Uh, we go to a lot of events, a lot of marketing events where we try to build uh, build our branding. Um, so yeah, lo- lots of different things, lots of small things. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so, uh, given that, I guess, well, the idea was sort of 1998, and I th- you know, uh, officially the company uh, created around sort of uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're, uh, you're one of the first, probably you're one of the first SaaS companies, uh, almost certainly the first e- email marketing uh, right. SaaS platform, right? Um, uh, which is a great uh, uh, claim to, to, to fame there. And, uh, but I understood, uh, well, if you look at a lot of those early SaaS companies and even some of them that are still around today, the, the user experience was pretty terrible, right? Uh, and oh, yeah. it, it, it's it's probably only in the last few years where user experience and design has become, uh, I, I guess, it's at the forefront. You know, the product um, is now really, uh, you know, at the forefront of uh, the, the SaaS founders, the SaaS companies' thoughts in order to uh, succeed. But you, you actually sort of recognize this kind of early in, in embedding on design and user experience. Um, why, you know, how, how did that come about, that, that uh, foresight? Um, uh, it would be interesting to learn a little bit more about that. Hmm. That's, a, that's a good question. You know, I, I am the, the kind of person that um, pays a lot of attention to details. And I, I get frustrated on a personal level when, when I see that my product is not working the way it should, where I see that there are some, some things that are not optimal. I mean, you would, you would uh, be excited to see some of the discussions that we uh, hold internally about design, where we will haggle and argue over the size of the buttons, the color of the buttons, the fonts, and so on, because we just pay attention to those details. If you ask me what is the right time uh, to focus on user experience, I, I think uh, really it, uh, you should start with it. Um, there is really no point in uh, not focusing on user experience the moment when you start building your, your SaaS business. There is really no point because if you are going to do it, why don't you do it just right? I mean, it, 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 uh, it just makes a lot of sense. Your customers are always going to appreciate a product that is easy to use and really, when it comes to software as a service, there's just so many different products out there that have terrible user experience. You, you go into the product and you're just dominated by the sheer volume of features, options, buttons, and uh, uh, God knows what. Uh, it is just hard. Uh, so I think, you know, uh, the, the, the power of innovation, like, like Steve Jobs said, it is not about saying yes to a thousand things. It's about saying no to a thousand things. And you just have to make the, those right decisions from the start. Um, so I just think it, it, it's natural, right? I mean, your product is going to be a, uh, a better one. Cu- customers are, are going to um, uh, stick with you. You're not going to have uh, as much churn if you if you uh, don't focus uh, on, on the user experience. So for me, it's just uh, um, it's not only natural; it's essential. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it, it's table stakes these days, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, but I think like many of the the early companies uh, uh, got away with it. Uh, True. Uh, but, um, it, it's difficult now. But uh, as we, we're 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 coming to the the, the end of the the show, um, you know, I always like to kind of ask this question to kind mm-hmm. of wrap things up. Now, uh, it, it's actually been very unusual that we've had a founder on the company or on the show that's been running a SaaS company for 20 years. There's probably not that many of them, right? 
Uh, and not only not only have you been running a company for 20 years, but you run a company of 400 people. So both yeah. of those things are, are pretty difficult, right? And probably quite stressful. True. So how True. do you how do you keep healthy and sane on this you know on this long journey? Great question. You know, one thing that really uh, changed my life. Um, was starting uh, starting my running routine. I, I run a well. I, I used to run about uh, 60, 70 miles a week. Now it's more like uh, um, 50, 60 kilometers a week. Uh, but it, it just still is a tremendous stress relief. I mean, it, it, I just find it uh, amazing. You know, if you start your day running, you're you're just uh, creating so much energy during the day. You know, try to try to sleep eight hours. I do not function very well if I sleep less than seven. You know, lots of vitamin D, high doses of vitamin C. There you go, man. I mean, that's your recipe right there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Simon, uh, you've been uh, you've been a fantastic guest. Lots of learnings there, and you so uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure to have you on the the, the show. And looking forward to uh, meeting you in Dublin at, at Sastock in uh, uh, in October. Um, so thanks so much, Simon Grabowski, CEO of Get Response, uh, for being on uh, this episode of the SAS Revolution Show. Hi, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to seeing you in October. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the SAS Revolution Show and have picked up some valuable lessons from Simon Grabowski and his truly fascinating story and tips on staying healthy and sane even when the journey is 20 years long. If you like the interviews we're doing every week, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us know that we've contributed to the journey of growing your SAS. Thanks for listening and seeing you next time.